It's Thursday the 7th of April. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Shane, and I do have a very small share in a racehorse that's racing today, my friend. Oh, what's it called, Timmy? It's called In Front. Okay. So it's called In Front. <laughs> so let's hope it lives up to its name and expectation. We've got to wait to see what the, the weather's going to be like in Wyong. But uh, it's a first starter. It's come second in its last trial, In Front. It's around 2 o'clock today with Rachel King on board. So um, all care, no responsibility. If it does manage to win or get a place, it's very much each way odds, about $13, $14. And, um, yeah, make sure you listen to our, our new uh, racing podcast as part of the Afternoon Sport Group. Um, you'll get some real winners from those guys. Timmy, I hope it ends up in front, mate. So we'll keep... And good odds, do you think? Yeah, I reckon about $13, $14 to win. you probably get $4 to play. So in front would be number Beautiful. one okay. around 2 o'clock at Wyong today. As I say, all can and responsibility, but go in front. <laughs> We've got a stack today. Ash Barty, will she return to cricket? This girl can do absolutely anything. Phenomenal stuff. Tiger Woods, this whole momentum, this amazing story continues to unfold at Augusta National and what about Cameron Munster what's he going to do next John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry in 2003 he dreamed of producing a great tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone free from the ill effects of mass produced wheat and barley John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. So Ash Barty, she retires from tennis. She wins the golf tournament at Brookwater and wins $30. Now we're talking about her (laughs) returning to cricket because, of course, when she did originally retire from tennis, she went and played cricket and played it at domestic level. Yeah, she's a decent cricketer, that's for sure. Well, she's a we know she's a wonderful sports person, but uh, yeah, the Aussie girls, uh, and in particular the captain of the Australian women's cricket team, uh, Meg Lanning, has come out and said, if Ash chooses to come back to cricket, they will welcome her with open arms. And uh, and why wouldn't you? She's a, she's a huge talent. I think the big thing too with Ash Barty, everyone just likes her. She just seems like a really good person, um, you know, and a real competitive uh, sports person. And, um, yeah, wherever she decides to uh, put her talents in whatever sport, she's going to be a winner, no doubt. You know, if I worked in the PR or marketing of the game of cricket, I'd be doing everything in my powers to try and get her on board in some capacity because you could imagine Mm. what kind of worldwide exposure you'd get now that she'd been world number one for two years in contrast to a number of years ago where she really hadn't sort of achieved that much in the tennis world. So, yeah, Ash Barty, could she be another player for the Australian women's cricket team? Um, what what do you make of this whole Warner, Smith and Finch story, these Australian cricket stars in the men's game missing out on um, this million-dollar or more than million-dollar bonanza? Yeah, well, it's, it's a, a, a T20 tournament in the UK and uh, Warner, Smith and Finch all put – uh, their prices set at the 215k mark, and they all went unsold. Um, no one decided to take them on 
at that. Um, Maxwell was a big winner. He, he got $172,000. Stoinis, the top, paid Aussie at 215 Also Wade. And then Zampa was also on 172 So they're the four guys who have been paid the most for this upcoming tournament. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, mm. Dave Warner, Steve Smith and Aaron Finch. You would think that they would uh, be in that pile of players, but everyone's got their own choices, I suppose. Nick Kyrgios, he's finally back playing on clay. He's, he's never liked playing on this surface. And uh, we've seen, well, we saw him sort of burst onto the scene on the grass of Wimbledon, didn't we, a, a number of years ago. And uh, But the clay courts is something that he's avoided. Uh, 1,055 days, actually, since he's played on clay. Yeah, well, it doesn't suit his game at all, does it? Uh, Nick likes mm. shorter points, and hence why he likes playing on grass. Yeah, so 1,055 days since his last win. Uh, he's turned that around. He played Mackenzie McDonald. Uh, he was one set down, lost the first set 4-6, and came back to win 6-3, 6-4. But it wouldn't be a Nick Kurios match without a blow-up with the umpire, and uh, so he got uh, stuck into him. He went off court and was um, given a... Um, uh, a time violation for leaving the court for more than three minutes without, without actually changing his clothes. So he got through this one, but yeah, once again, having a fight with the umpire and uh, that's just Nick Curious. Yeah, I reckon there's a cartoon in Nick Kyrgios, don't you think? I think there's a cartoon. You know, you, you just turn it all into a sort of a, a variation. Roadrunner. Yeah, a variation somewhere between the Simpsons and the Roadrunner. Uh, now, golf, the US Masters, it's the most coveted week in the world of golf, of course. The hallowed turf of Augusta National. I uh, had the opportunity to go there back in 2016 when Danny Willett won. It's quite an extraordinary place. It really is. Uh, Tiger Woods dominated for so many years, had that terrible accident. Uh, he's coming back. He's at least going to play in this nine-hole event. So basically it becomes a whole week of celebrations prior to the tournament mm. starting uh, Friday morning, uh, tomorrow morning our time, this nine-hole event. Um, be interesting. Well, he'll, he'll decide. He said he'll decide um, after the nine-hole event. Look, he said he would only play the tournament if he thought he could win, and he said he thought he could win currently. He said his, his game and um, his strokes that he's playing are right up there. He said it's just a problem with walking, and we all know Augusta's a very, very hilly course. And to walk 18 holes at least twice to make the cut and then go on to the you know, third and fourth round, it's going to be really, really tough for him. But uh, look... Um, I thought it was a real bit more of a marketing campaign for Tiger, but he seems pretty adamant that if he can do it, he will play. It's a fascinating place, Augusta. You mm. go in and you've you got to hand all your phones, everything, uh, and, and there's no real technology out on the course either. You know, a lot of golf or big sporting events, there'll be big screens that they don't exist at Augusta. They, it's almost like a walk back in time. Mm. You go and buy a sandwich, it's all got the Augusta branding and the and the cups, and often you'll see mates who love golf who might have been to the Masters here in Australia who have got a Masters Cup. It, it is uh, an extraordinary experience. It really is. Now, Rugby Union... Um, um, the the 2027 Men's World Cup, the Women's World Cup of 2029, we touched on it briefly uh, earlier in the week. This would transform the, the focus of the game of rugby union on the Southern Hemisphere for all the right reasons, wouldn't it? Because when you think, Shane, uh, over the last few years, there's been such a heavy influence out of the Northern Hemisphere and the way mm. that they play the game. And I talk about the United Kingdom and France and so on and so forth. Um that this would be a real freshen up, um, and it's not that far away. No, well, uh, we're both in um, the running for both the 2027 men's and 2029 women's. Um, if we got both of those, 
that would inject $2.8 billion of revenue into this country alone mm. just on the back of that. But you're dead right, Timmy. Northern Hemisphere rugby is has been flying for the last sort of 10 years and it's really struggling out here, apart from, I suppose, New Zealand, who always perform well. But it's really hemorrhaging in the Southern Hemisphere and uh, I think they need a strong Southern Hemisphere to keep rugby, from a world perspective, um, strong. So I dare say well, we will get both of these and uh, the rugby... Uh, administrators need to get their act together and make sure when we do it, it pays off. Yeah, absolutely. All right, coming up on Afternoon Sport, it's the Knights and the Seagulls tonight in the Rugby League. We're going to talk about that, all the AFL and much, much more. So no Tommy Trevojevic tonight, Shane, and uh, it's Manly and the Knights. They're both two games apiece. Who wins this? Be a close one. I, I think I think Manly, I like the way they looked last week, um, even without Turbo. Uh, I, I think they will get home. Um, Ponga, there's quite a bit of a spotlight on him, so it'll be interesting how he performs tonight. But uh, yeah, I, I say Manly, I'm not going to predict one of my biggest outlandish <laughs> calls, but I reckon Manly probably by six to eight points, I reckon. And Port Adelaide and uh, Melbourne in the AFL? Oh, well, Melbourne's going to win that for sure. I think uh, they're, they're on a roll. They're getting better and better and better. Their midfield's good, and they've got more options up front now, so I think Melbourne's going to uh, they'll win that comfortably. Interesting story around Hawthorne president, Jeff Kennett, of course, very prominent Australian, former Victorian Premier, um, uh, has been sewn up with Hawthorne his whole life. Uh, he's broken his silence on that whole Cyril Rioli uh, bombshell claim. Yeah, well, he's um, he's obviously looking into this. Cyril Rioli has said he will not ever be associated with the Hawthorne Football Club whilst uh, Jeff Kennett is associated with it. Um, and he needs to tread lightly around this. There's some, he's making some really strong claims saying he was treated... Um, there's a lot of racial uh, issues when he was at the club for both him and his wife. Um, and he said it was never addressed. And uh, so Jeff Kennett said now that the club's really looking into it. We saw this happen with Eddie Maguire, don't forget, and uh, he, he was stood down. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Essendon coach uh, gone down with COVID. I, I, th- I think everyone's going to get it, aren't they? Every single person, every kid is going to get it at some point. That's the way it's going to work out. Yeah, well, if you've been watching the Essendon Football Club, you probably thought the whole team had COVID <laughs> the last couple of rounds. <laughs> They've been very ordinary. Um, but yeah, so he'll sit out tonight. So uh, it didn't affect the Roosters last week when uh, Trent Robertson was out. So um, maybe he'll be uh, coaching via Skype. Yeah, Phil Gould in Rugby League has got it. That makes me think of um, uh, Rugby League again. Cameron Munster, it's interesting what he'll do. Um, obviously, he comes with a heavy price tag, doesn't he, because he's a Queensland and Australian representative. Well, say if he does stay with the Storm, he will take a 750k uh, pay cut, which is mm. – that's a big, big number. You know, we're not, we're not talking 150 grand here um, to stay loyal to your club. We're talking about 750k. Now, a lot of people don't earn that in a, in a, in a, in a lifetime. Um, so I dare say he's got to be a f- the favourite to go up to the Dolphins. Uh, they're offering him a, a one-million contract for three years, which will give him some security. It's just whether he wants to go up there and, 
and lead the charge. Yeah, well, he's from Queensland, so it does make mm. a lot of sense. But I think Wayne Bennett would help him. Uh, and I tell you what, having someone like him, particularly if he can straighten some of the, the garbage out of his uh, game, um, mm. would be perfect for, for a side like that. Now, the Australian yeah, Grand Prix, everyone excited. Huge problems for Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes. Well, yeah, so they're saying that so Lewis Hamilton, ever since he started in the F1, he's won a race every year. And they're saying this could be the first year where he doesn't win a race, which is unheard of for Lewis Hamilton. But they said the issues with his car, with the Mercedes, are just horrific and they can't get it right. And... Um, you know, it's it's a big thing when you've got a driver that good who's been so consistent, so successful. When the, when the machinery that sits around you can't perform to the level, um, yeah, it's a real, really issue, real issue for him. Yeah, I've got some very exciting things happening in the world game as well uh, with some of the international teams now that COVID has sort of eased from a international travel perspective. I'm looking at going down to Melbourne in July with my son. He's a big Man United fan, and, and we'll mm. go. On hopefully go watch them play Crystal Palace. But there's also this um, story about Barcelona um, coming out for the very first time. For the very first time, Barcelona FC will play an all-star uh, A-League team uh, in Sydney in front of 85,000. That will be an absolute cracker. And I think they're talking about bringing some of their superstars as well. So, yeah, that's um, that's a huge get for, for Australia, particularly for Sydney, to host um, – a franchise that's regarded up there with you know the best in the world. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I tell you what, when you watch these teams play, these European teams over the years, I've had the opportunity to go out and, and watch when Liverpool came and uh, the way they play, the pace they play, yeah. it is just uh, it's another level. Now, Shano, um, sometimes in our jobs, in our lives, in our careers, trying to get the normal <laughs> things done aren't always easy because uh, you you through your your playing career and, and me often when I had had to travel a lot through the time, you you you, you might, might be buying a house, you might be doing this, but um, the timing doesn't work out that you can actually be standing by for an auction. What happened to you a number of years back when you bought your when you bought your family home? <laughs> yeah, I was only reminded of this of this yesterday. I've been in my house here at Clontarf for twenty twenty one years now and uh, it reminded me that I was playing a game for New South Wales uh, and I was actually next in the bat and I couldn't be here for the auction. I, I decided what, what I wanted to pay for this particular place. I had my accountant bidding on my behalf. Um, I got a call literally as I was next to next to go out to bat um, where I was the highest bidder. The husband wouldn't come into the house because him and his missus weren't getting on. Oh, right. And it was way below the reserve. So they had to ask him whether he would sell it because she, and he said, yes, sell it. I never want to talk to her ever again. <laughs> so it worked out well for me. But uh, just as I said yes and I bought this house, which is the biggest investment of my life, a wicket fell and I walked out to bat against Tasmania and I chipped the first ball to mid-wicket court for zero and I thought I ain't going to pay it off doing that Tim. <laughs> well I'll tell you what 20 odd years I won't even ask you how much you've made on your pile in Clontarf but anyway I know who to ring if I need a loan. That's it for Afternoon Sport today make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah thanks to our sponsors O'Brien Beer the beer that loves you back. Absolutely I love that line and our great producer Dan McHugh we are back on board tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then guys take care.